Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome to the Chronicles of Nannia, a nanny resource podcast made for nannies by me, a nanny. This is your host, Martha Tyler, and this week we are going to be talking about my gnome on the Rome. And to do that, I have brought on Anne Armstrong. Hello, Anne. Hi, it's good to be here. I'm so excited to have you. Um, I saw a post about uh, my gnome on the Rome, and I was like, I got, I got to talk to Anne about this. <laughs> um, well, great. Before we get started talking about my gnome on the Rome, I would love to hear kind of your, your journey um, in, in working with children in general. Sure. So um, I have been an educator for the past 25 years in public schools. Before that, I worked for Head Start. I've worked as a nanny. I've worked as a social worker for um, families who had their children removed from their care. Um, I have really run the gamut. I've worked at a spouse abuse center with the kids there. So I really have run, um, I feel like the full gamut of, um, of kids services. Yeah. Uh, for the last 13 years, I've worked with the gifted middle school students in my city's district. Um, and Then when I was 44, 10 years ago, I adopted my son. Um, So I went from just being an educator of young people to being uh, the educator for one, (laughs) right? The the mom of one, which is a whole different uh, ball of wax altogether. I'm learning, especially since we've been home for the past year, doing virtual school. It has been a real um, life experience for my son, whose name is Atticus, and myself. The things that I have learned and discovered have been really intense. And I'm sure that's true for probably every parent and every nanny. Yes, yes, it has been um, a really intense year. But um that's, that's so wonderful. And yeah, I always, I always tell parents, you know, when they, they say something like, oh my gosh, like you're, 
I can't believe you got them to do whatever or um, you know, I, I've never been able to do that. I'm like, well, here's the thing is that I get to go home and rest and, <laughs> pro, you know, provide that extra source of energy for you all. So I, I just respect parents so much. It is, it's a totally different ball game. So wonderful. Well, um, tell me about my gnome on the Rome. What is, what is it? So My Gnome on the Rome is a brand of toys and tools, kind of like a, a tool belt and a toy box got together and had a baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and the goal is to help busy families create adventures that can fit into small pockets of time. Mm-hmm. Um, so the um, best-selling product that we have as as our as the brand is growing is our family adventure kit it comes with a gnome that families design and adopt to become a member of their family and the gnome becomes a travel companion um and an adventure you know um mate that they can take along Um, and we have an app that has adventures that can fit into these small pockets of time. The idea is, I think there is the myth that the family with the most money or the family with the most time is the family that wins. Mm -hmm. And as a, a single mom, of a young person, I, you know, he would get home. We would, I would pick him up from daycare after I had had a, you know, the day teaching, we'd get home, we'd make dinner, we do bath, maybe throw in a load of laundry, run to the grocery store and the day was over. And, you know, I had 20 years of kind of preparing and wishing to be a mother. And, and then when I became a mom, it seemed like, I think that there's a quote that says um, the days are long, but the years are short. I don't know if you've ever heard that, but that felt so true that time was just really slipping away. And all these things that I'd been dreaming of, you know, adventures that I wanted to have with them, there was just no time for. So I started searching around for a way to be able to do things with him in, in the small amounts of time that we had. And I realized that I could not, I I was not the only parent in, in that space. And so I started uh, working on collecting ideas of things that could be done in short periods of time. What a lovely idea. Yeah. Thank you. I, yeah, I really, I love that so much. And I love, I love that it, um, that it is because I do I I I suffer from that as well, right? Like as a nanny, sometimes I'm like, oh, this you know I have to plan this grand activity, and like today we got out some rice and some like construction toys, and like that was you know that was great, and you know they they had a blast with that, and it doesn't it doesn't have to be this grand thing for for everyone to to bond and get enjoyment out of it. Exactly. Um, I think there's a, you know, that myth that that stands that the only things that the moments that matter 
are the, you know, the ones you have to put on your credit card, the ones that take an airplane ticket or a week off of, of work. And that's just not true. Right, right. So, so as you were, you know, coming up and discovering um, this idea, like, how did, how did the, the gnome become the thing? Well, I, I will admit that I am a lover of all things magic, rainbows, fairies, you know, I, I, those things all appeal to me. Um, However, I have a son. (laughs) Um, He does not, even at the age of three, he wasn't a big fan of fairies or flowers. You know, he was more a mud and dirt and truck kid, you know? Um, So the gnome and another, I'll, I'll say another idea that I saw that I kind of modeled pieces after is the product you might be familiar with called Elf on the Shelf, mm-hmm. the, the Christmas product, right? I so very familiar. <laughs> um, they, they've done a really beautiful job building a tradition in a holiday filled with traditions. Like traditions are, are hard to do. To, to, to build a tradition within a holiday already filled with them is even harder to do. So we had our elf came the, the year he turned three. Um, and we were both pretty broken hearted when he went back to the North Pole. Oh, and yeah. I understood that why he was missing him so much. But I started to kind of dig in and investigate what it was that I was so sad about. And what I discovered was that this gave us that little bit of magic every day. And so, um, I knew that a gnome, um, most gnomes are boys. However, there are, you know, alternatives to that. I'll talk about that later, but, um, but I felt like gnomes would appeal to both boys and girls also to old folks and young folks. I've learned that gnome lovers are no particular gender or age. (laughs) <laughs> right, right, yeah, for sure. I love, I love that so much. Um, and yeah, I, I love magic through that lens of like, what you know, because it it, it does feel like magic so often gets associated with girls, right, and 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 girly things, and and not to say that that's based in truth, but culturally it does seem to be yes shifted that way um and so i i love that you found um a, a magic that that can be any gender and like is it doesn't have the same i don't think like cultural stuff on top of it quite yet exactly that's that was exactly kind of the uh, and it, honestly you know it was a little magic that found you know that that I found the gnome that the gnome found me, but, but the whole idea is to insert a little magic into the little adventures. That's what makes them a memory, not the amount of time or the amount of money you spend, but about the magic and the connection that's involved. So I hoped that the gnome would just bring a little bit of magic. Yeah. So, so in some of your kits and, you know, not to like give all the secrets away, but what are some of the things, some of the, those magical bonding time activities that, 
that come on the app and in, in the kit? Well, the app is filled every, each day you get an idea. Um, wow. The days are broken down by theme. So there's make it Monday with things to make or cook or science experiments, something that you create with your hands. Tell me Tuesday is something to talk about something, you know, maybe you're on a ride in the car or something, you know, a conversation starter. Uh, Wednesday is called Wanderlust Wednesday. And it's a day where you get to explore whether you're exploring um, the garden in the backyard or the park around the corner or uh, you know, the, the galaxy by, you know, going outside and looking through a telescope. Uh, Thursday is throwback Thursday, which is fun. It's old school fun and games that um, I think give the um, kind of whoever is leading the, the adventure, the opportunity to kind of share some of the games and activities that we did when we were young that kids may be um, miss out on now with all the video games and things friday is freaky friday which might be my favorite day it's a just a day to do something crazy and silly um to you know to freak freak you know the the adventurers out but in a fun way saturday is called saturdazzle day and that is the day of the week where the adventure may be a, um, a little bit longer than 15 minutes. Normally, Saturday is a day that families have a little extra time. Um, that's not always true. And then Sunday is called Soul Food Sunday. And it, it is adventures that are designed to help create awe and to um, connect with e each other or to somebody doing something kind for maybe a stranger or someone outside your home, or just the opportunity to kind of experience um, the bigger idea of, of the world and the universe and all the beauty inside it. That's wonderful. And so if, if you have access to the app, is it, you get this like every week? You get it every day. So um, it stores, not only do you get that day's idea, but then the app stores all the ideas inside your phone. So you don't have to keep, I, I, I used to be a magazine hoarder. I was, you know, because I'm a teacher, I used to save, um, I don't even know if they make them anymore. Instructor magazine and teach K through eight and uh, Scholastic and Jack oh, and Jill. Yeah. I had piles and piles of these magazines with dog-eared pages of activities that I wanted to do. The idea here is the the app is designed for you to touch a button, click. Our in-app library stores all the ideas so that all you have to do is click and scroll. And if it's raining outside, then you probably want to find something to do inside, right? If it's yeah. beautiful, maybe you want to go explore, even if it's, you know, you don't have to do it on the day of the week, but you get to, you get a whole library of ideas that you can click and touch and do. Um, and all of that is kind of just made to, to 
make the adventures easy as they can possibly be. I love that. <laughs> and that, Thank I mean, that, what, a, what a wonderful resource to, to have access to. Just that's such a great idea. And I, I love, I hope that it will be. Yeah. I love that there are themed days, but that, that, the, you know, you can, you can kind of pick and choose, or if like, you know, they're off, for, off of school for spring break and you want to do a bunch of different things in one day. That's also exactly, exactly. There's no way to do it wrong. That's the beautiful thing. There are guidelines and no instructions because everybody should come with their own ideas and their own, you know, ways of, of making it work for their, their pod, whatever that pod is, their, their family, their, um, we started out just kind of offering this to families, but what we learned really quickly is it also really works for like babysitters, nannies, Girl Scout troop leaders. Um, it works for, you know, daycares, teachers. Um, it works for grandparents. It works for, uh, there are people who, um, there's just all kinds of um, possibilities for where it could work. Um, and that's the fun thing about sort of growing this from a little tiny seed is kind of as, as it, it continues to grow, it starts to kind of take on a life of its own. It's kind of like um, more, if you've ever seen a morning glory grow um, up a, up a fence or something, you know, they take off and they take forever and you just um, they're, the flowers are beautiful, but it, you know, all of a sudden it starts to take on a life of its own and it's covering up the fence and the trees. And it just, it, it's fun to kind of watch it, you know, take off and become its own thing. Yeah. Yeah. So is there, is there an age range that you, you find it works best with, or is it kind of like, everyone can choose their own adventure. So it works for anyone. Well, they can. So when we first, um, printed the, the, um, the whole kit comes in a little suitcase. Um, and so on the front of the suitcase, we said ages three to 12, but what we discovered is having a, a short adventure that can fit in a little pocket of time is a great way for teenagers to engage with their parents. Sometimes teenagers don't want to give a lot of time to their parents because they're interested in their friends and they have, you know, track or, you know, they have other activities to do, but doing a little activity is a real opportunity to um, spend some quality time um, without it having to take, you know, a long time. Um, And the other thing that we discovered was it really works well for grandparents who might be looking for things that they can do uh, with their grandkids. Um, We know that um, for folks beyond a certain age, um, the only way to continue to build um, without getting too sciencey, to build your synapses in your brain, which is like your brain matter. Mm -hmm. The only way to do that is by doing new things. Um, And so the app kind of gives you 
that opportunity to do something new every time you open it up. And so for that reason, I feel like it can work also really well with, with, you know, grandparents, older folks. Um, so that, um, we changed the, the ages on the front from three to 12 to three to 103. Oh, I love that. That's so great. Um, and yeah, I do. I, I think that's so true. And I, you know, being a nanny, sometimes it does, um, I, grandparents come into town and, and I'm, I'm there and the grandparents are there and I can see, sometimes I can see the grandparents struggling because they, they haven't spent all of that much time with their grandkids yet. You know, I, I work with mostly younger kids, so they haven't been alive that long, but, um, and sometimes the grandparents are, are seem to be struggling to know how to interact because it's been so long since they've been around a two-year-old or a three-year-old or whatever. Sure. And so yeah. I think, I think it's a, it's a really great opportunity to, in a way, scaffold the grandparents too. Yes. Um, that's great. Um, I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. So, yeah, and and I know, I mean, with me and especially during quarantine and stuff, you know, there are days that I'm like, what are, what are we going to do for the next eight hours that I'm here with these kiddos? Um, so, what are some things that like that you've learned by by creating this and and how many years have you been working on this? I started working on it in 2014. Wow. Um, so yeah. it's literally, um, you know, been a, it's seven years now. We tested it. We tried things that didn't work. We tried them again and, and, and we feel like we've really kind of, um, taken the slow road. I think that's the slow road to China, right? We have, we have, um, you know, put one foot in front of the other, um, because I'm not a marketing person. I'm not a business person. I'm a teacher. I came at this. Um, I used, there's, um, a woman named Marie Forleo, who is a business person, um, and she runs a, a school called B school every year for people who are aspiring to entrepreneurship. So I took that course one year and the quote that she used that I carry in front of me is everything is figure outable. Mm-hmm. So I have literally 
step by step kind of gone through. Um, and so it's been seven very long, <laughs> but, but really fun years. We have had the best time. I'm fortunate enough to have some friends who kind of have um, supported me come along to some of the trade shows and we've had just the best time. We've made so many friends and so many, you know, sage people who've been in business a long time, who were happy to share tools and, and all of that. That's been a wonderful thing. But I would say the things that I've learned that are most useful came from being a teacher, not, not from the, just the building the product, but actually from teaching. Um, my students used to call me the field trip queen because that was my goal. At the end of every unit, I wanted to build up to some kind of um, really fun activity. So the kids were always working towards something, right? right. So I have come to the conclusion that field trips are the best way to learn anything. The Miss Frizzle style. Yes. Like <laughs> if you, you know, you can read about plants, you can, you can even you watch videos about all the different plants in the world. And that's wonderful, but you'll never learn as much watching a video or reading a book about plants as you will about putting some dirt in an egg carton and growing your own seeds, right. you know, um, because then you've got it in you, you literally getting your hands dirty and you smell the soil. And what do you do if the seed doesn't come up or, or what do you do if two of them come up? You know, there are all these questions that are, um, that only come from actually doing the doing. Right. Yes. Cause if you're watching a video, then, you know, it's going to go the way it's going to go um, every time you watch that video. So yes, I completely agree that like, get it, it, the sensory experiences that come along with, with actually doing something um, are irreplaceable. Exactly. Um, and so this kind of gives you a mini field trip you know, each time you open up, um, and you know, there, you can't, you can't travel to the moon, right. But you can, um, you yes. can drive. We can't moon. travel to the moon yet. <laughs> well, we can't, right. Yeah. Somebody can. And, yeah. and I'm looking, looking to that, but you can draw the moon every night. You can go outside and look at it and you can draw pictures of it so that you're really interacting with it. You're not looking at somebody else's interactions, but you're having your own, right? right. Um, so the kids can draw the, the moon every day for 28 days and look at the cycle. They can get a, you know, a set of binoculars and, and look and see how does it look different with the binoculars? You know, like having those real experiences is just, so it's so powerful, you know, so much more powerful than, and, and I, you know, most of the teachers that I know in public schools believe that sadly mm -hmm. they are held by testing mm -hmm. requirements and the financial difficulty of, of renting a bus and taking the kids every week to, 
have an adventure that would connect with the things that they're teaching. I know that most of the teachers that I know would do it in a minute if they could, but there's so many, you know, legalities and all of that. But as a parent, as a nanny, as a grandparent, as a Girl Scout leader, all of those things, you have the divine opportunity to provide those experiences, right? That, that, that teachers just can't. Right. Yes. And I mean, you know, my audience is mostly nannies. And so I like bringing this to a nanny family. I just, I, I I think that that would be such a, a boon for everyone involved of being like, Hey, I found this really cool resource, which is the point of my podcast is to introduce nannies to resources that has all of these mini field trips that we can do that are not expensive. You know, they're not going to like run you a hundred bucks and the kids can really experience so many more things um, through this lens. I just love it. That's great. And then the last piece of the kit that really lends itself, especially to a nanny and to the parents who would benefit are that you, when you're done, you and the kids write down about your experience. You reflect on the experience and you write it in the journal and you can draw a picture or you can take a picture or you can tape in the the tickets from the zoo where you went or whatever. But the idea is that you then have a written record of the experience that that becomes a memory. You know, like I used to think that my kid would remember all the great trips that we did and all the wonderful adventures. And then a year or two later, I couldn't even remember them. You right. know? So we expect them to remember, especially when they're young, they just don't hold on to those memories. But when we write them down and when we uh, encourage the kids to write them down or we write the kids words before they're able to write then you have a memory, not only of the adventure, but the sweet things that they say and the way that they say them, you know, like those are the Mm -hmm. precious things that you think you'll never forget, but they get buried under all the other memories that come later. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah. And we, I, you know, thinking back over my life, the, the memories that I do remember from trips and things are the ones that we talked about are the ones that we took off the shelf and examined because we were like, Oh, remember that time that this happened. And those are the things, you know, so I don't know if I have the actual memory or the times we've looked at it since, but, but it's, those are the things I remember. And so by writing it down and doing that together, I do think that that helps. Um, You, yeah, you have the record to go look at, but also you have that time that you spent talking about it. Exactly. Yes. And I, I recommend like making, going back and looking over the journal as, as an adventure in of itself, you know, like going back through and reliving those, those adventures is a great rainy day thing to do. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, so have you, have you had any families that have ended up like engaging with their gnomes in ways that, that surprised you or, you know, have you gotten feedback that you're like, Oh, I didn't even think about that. That's great. Um, so I, the best example of that, that I, I have off the top of my head is a family 
Um, the, the name is Josh the Gnome. He's on Instagram. He has his own Instagram page, as do a growing number of our gnomes. <laughs> There's one named Cooper. There's a bunch of them, but some of them actually get their own Instagram page. Every family is not quite that ambitious, but um, Josh the Gnome and his family set a goal to visit every state park in the state of Virginia. And so every time they go to one of the state parks, I think they camp most of the time. And sometimes I think that if it's closer then they may go home at night, but they post pictures of Josh in these various state parks. And I thought that was really brilliant because it's a, it's um there's, there's a book called the power of moments by a man named Dan Heath. Mm-hmm. And it's all about how you turn an adventure into a memory. It's not just for families. It's for businesses. It's for uh, educators. It's it's kind of the a broad stroke at how you turn something into a memory that won't be forgotten. And there's this set of components that you can use um, to you know, because we all remember like the first time you rode a roller coaster, right? Or the first time you rode in an airplane, there are those experiences that you just, you remember uh, almost accidentally, right? right? But his, the whole book is about how you can build those, those things on purpose, um and this so this family doing that hitting going to every single state park like that that is what he they're employing a bunch of those different um elements in order to build a set of memories that that they will all remember um they probably won't remember every single state park but they'll remember the the bigger idea of, of setting that goal together and then going after it. Yeah. And I love that. So my, my mom was a second grade teacher as I grew up and um, she did flat Stanley in her second grade classroom. And so flat Stanley would also come with us, (laughs) you know, on family trips and things because she would want to show pictures to her class each year. And um, you know, like, even in high school, I, I went on a trip with, with my family and, uh, and a friend and like, we went to Salt Lake city and it was right after the, or not right after, but after the Olympics had been there. And so we like toured the, the Olympic stuff. And I just, it's so fun to have like this thing in all of your pictures, this through line, um, you know, whether it's flat Stanley that we decorated or, or a gnome or, or whatever, it's, it's fun to have that proxy, um, character there with you, I guess. Absolutely. And so, um, one of our testimonials literally is from a seven-year-old that said, Gnome on the Rome is like Flat Stanley, but way better. Yeah, um, but three-dimensional. It, it, it is three-dimensional and, you know, you can design them and either keep them that way or wash them and change them oh. if you use washable markers or whatever. The beauty, other than the fact that he doesn't get wrinkled and wadded up if you pack him, is that um, you can wash them. So if it's at a daycare 
or whatever, you can literally wipe him off. He's really sturdy. I accidentally, truly accidentally drove over one with my car. It fell out of the back of my car once and I, I felt it. So I knew I had run over something. So I jumped out and he survived the, wow. the car. So he's really sturdy and washable. So that makes him attractive. But the other benefit of, of building, like actually adopting a family mascot is you mindfully together can think about his name and how do you want him to dress and the color of his skin, which I think is so important in, you know, in being inclusive, right? That families get to choose. He can be brown or yellow or plaid, you know, or right. polka dot he, um, to fit with, with whatever family or, or group he, he's going to be a part of. Um, and I feel like that is something that I really wanted to, um, I don't know. It's something that I really wanted to add when I was thinking about elf on the shelf, all of those elves look the same. There's a boy and a girl, a brown one and a white one. But other than that, they are all the same. And I wanted I, wa I didn't want that. I wanted it to be as unique as every single family is. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And yeah, it is. It's so mascot is the perfect word. I love that. Cause like also there are times when, you know, you wish you could take your pet on trips with you and stuff or on adventures, but it, that's not always the kindest choice for the pet or for you for you. Um, sometimes. True. <laughs> um, and so I love that this is like a way that you can have, yeah, this, this mascot that can, can go with you. And I love that story about that you ran over it. What a, cause you know, <laughs> if your mascot gets destroyed, that's going to be so hard, but it sounds like these gnomes are, are incredibly durable. So that's great. Fairly sturdy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that you can wash it. And I, I imagine that there are families that um, could like design clothing for it and, you know, like sew together and make some really neat things. We, some people use hot glue and felt, which is great because you can just kind of cut out the, the, the glue, I mean, cut out the felt and kind of glue it to your right. gnome. People use tape and, and Sharpies. There's all, you know, there's, paint so there there are ways definitely to make it permanent but there's also ways to make them washable people with young kids will often let the kids design them again and again and when they get older maybe they they design them once and keep them but um i've seen them really ornate beautiful ones too so they you know they they come in all flavors I can also imagine a world where like the nanny takes the gnome to different houses and maybe the name doesn't change, but if you use, you know, washable or removable clothes or whatever, like each nanny kid that you have can like add their own little special part to the gnome. Um, and so the gnome and the nanny are a team that go to different families. That's also kind of fun. Absolutely. I, I love, I think that it's a great way for, I'm going to do a workshop later in the year for babysitters and nannies, because I feel like having something written down um, that, you know, that talks about the adventure that you had with your kids and being able to give that to the parents at the end of, especially for like, 
I'm thinking about when I was 14 and a babysitter, my, I always felt like my job was done if the kitchen was clean because I knew the parents would be delighted that their house was cleaner than when they left it or whatever. But I, I would, to be able to give them sort of, it's not a report exactly, but it is, you know, they, they, it kind of is, um, uh, that shows uh, like a way to show off what you did. Um, but using your kids' words and, uh, or their kids' words. And I just feel like they're, as a parent, that would be so satisfying to me that know that they were having an adventure and the fun that they had while we were, you know, while I was gone. Yes, absolutely. Um, so is there a, a, a girl version or, or are there plans for one? There is plan. Uh, she will be arriving in October and we're super excited. Just She's been ready. For Halloween. Yes. Well, for Christmas. Oh, yes. <laughs> that's Q4, that's true. right? So <laughs> the fourth quarter. So that's what we're we're shooting for. Um, the fourth quarter. Um, I love her story is so there both of these come with a book that that tell their backstory. And um the original gnome is named Gustav and we have his book and, and about him wanting to have adventures. Um, she is, uh, has her own story, um, which I'm really proud of. I feel like it's the best story I've ever written. So I'm really excited for it to, um, to get feedback on the story without giving too much away. It, It is, I think a really good story and it's all about art. Yes. I love that. Um, so for listeners that are hearing about the, you know, these, these things that are coming, the, the workshop that you're doing, um, the girl gnome, all of that, um, where can they find out more? The best place is to go to our website, which is, um, my gnome on the and it's Rome R O A M like wandering. Right. not R-O-M-E, like Italy, um, but um, mynomeontherome.com. Um, there's, uh, the website is full. There's a shop there where you can look at the products that we have. On the front page, though, there is a little button you can push and it will give you an adventure. So it, um, just to kind of get a little taste of, um, of what we do, there's a little button right on the front page where you can get right into an adventure. That's wonderful. And I am curious. So if you buy, you know, your, your gnome with the, that comes in the suitcase and all of that, does that get you access to the app or is the app a subscription or? The app is a subscription. It does have information. It's, it's only a dollar 99 a month. It's worth, you know, cheaper than a very affordable, (laughs) I was going to say really cheaper than a bad cup of coffee. Right. Um, and, and I feel like it is um, really useful. We are getting ready um, to add something to the app. It probably will happen in May or June, but we're adding a counter. And the counter in the app is designed for anyone who takes an adventure to log it in. We have set a goal for the company to help create 1 million magic moments. Wow. And um, that sounds like a lot, but it's, it's not. If every adventure takes about 15 minutes um, 
you can do the math yourself, but it, it won't take that long for us to actually be able to hit that goal. So that is what we're kind of up to. And, um, and so the, but that the app is available now for, like I said, $1.99 a month or $19.99 pays for the entire year and you get two months for free. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's wonderful. And I, I do, I really love and appreciate that, that built into your model is that this is affordable, um, that it's not exclusionary. And, and like you said, part of, part of your philosophy is that it's not about the money that you're spending. It's about the memories that you're making. Yes. So that's, that's really wonderful. Um, well, wonderful. I, I really recommend everyone checking out my gnome on the Rome. The website is down in the show notes. So if you're driving or doing dishes or vacuuming or whatever, um, you don't have to stop and write it down. It's down there for you. Um, and you can click on it and get right there. And the website is also just delightful. I, I poked around on there and it's, it's a really delightful website. So check it out. Thank you so much. We have fun things coming up also on Facebook and Instagram. Um, that is is so wonderful and I really <laughs> appreciate you walking us through all that and um and and we end each episode with a fun cute story and Anne has brought one for us yes so this is a story about me and my kiddo on vacation at the beach I always um wanted to kind of build a memory while we were there that, that he would hold on to. Um, when he was little, we would sit on the balcony and watch the bigger kids playing out on the beach with flashlights. Right. Mm -hmm. And I, I told him when he was bigger that we would go out onto the beach. Well, when he turned five, um, I wasn't, I was, he was more ready to be big than I was ready for him to be big, but we took a walk on the beach the last night we were at at the beach at night so we went down to the beach and we started walking and we came upon a, a fish that had washed up on the shore he was stuck in some fishing line but he was still alive and my son wanted to help him that sounded gross to me, but I knew this was a moment. So right. <laughs> we untangled him from the fishing line and Atticus put him back into the ocean. And we watched for a minute and the fish jumped up out of the water. And I swear it was like he was telling us thank you, you know, like he was jumping up to say thank you. So we walked back inside and he was so excited. He told his dad about it. Um, and, and he said, um, so the next year we went back to the same beach. We usually go to the same beach every year. Um, and he said, let's go see, let's go on a walk on the beach. Um, and he said, maybe our fish will show up again. And I said, oh, honey, fish swim a long way. I, I don't think that that is, you know, probably going to happen, but let's go take a walk anyway. And so we were walking and sure enough, a fish jumped out of the water. No way. Now he said, mom, look, it's our fish. And to be honest, I'm not sure that it wasn't. 
Yes. Oh my goodness. Oh. And if it, you know, if it weren't, you know, nothing, matter. nothing ventured, nothing gained. Right. Yeah, so, it, it, I mean, I think in your, you know, in, in now my head canon too, that is, it's the same fish. It came to say yes. hi. Oh, I love that. I mean, we hear tales of penguins, like there's this penguin that swims to say hi to this man that helped it once. So it's Absolutely. not impossible. Or the elephants that walk to see the man who saved them the day that yes. he died or whatever. Right. Yes. Um, so, but walking and saving that fish didn't cost a penny, Right. but that's a memory that we'll have forever. Oh, thank you so much for sharing that story. That's I think one of my favorite ending stories I've ever heard. Yay. (laughs) Well, thank you for having me. It's been such a pleasure. Yes, this was so fun. And please listeners do go check out my gnome on the roam. It's, it's a delight. I I think I'm going to buy one as a nanny. I'm excited. (laughs) And um, thank you all so much for listening. We'll see you next week. I love providing Chronicles of Nannia to you at no cost. So if you love this podcast, please consider donating by clicking the support the show link in the show notes. I also totally understand if a donation isn't the way you can show your support right now. Another excellent way to support the podcast is to rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Those ratings help other nannies and caregivers around the world find Chronicles of Nannia. Also, if you love the show, tell your friends. Word of mouth is so helpful to get the word out about the podcast. And truly, thank you for listening. It really means the world to me. The Chronicles of Nania is produced and hosted by Martha Tyler. Artwork by Noni Blastodon. Theme music by Brad Kemp. Find him at secondbedroomstudios.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Chronicles of Nania and on Twitter at Nania Podcast. To contact us, email chroniclesofnania at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.